Hi everyone, my name is John Bales. I am a recovering addict and alcoholic. Uh, I'm a Bradford alum and today we're just going to talk about the holidays. Uh, they're coming up and it's a pretty big topic for people in recovery. Uh, staying sober during the holidays can be difficult. And I think for me, the reason it's difficult is because from a very young age, I started associating um, having a good time with drugs and alcohol. And what are we told about the holidays early on? You know, it's, it's parties. It's about coming together with family and friends. Uh, joy right? So it made sense for me that if I'm supposed to be joyful, then I need to be high. If I'm supposed to be cheerful, then I need to be drunk. Um, it was an excuse almost to overindulge. So the holidays can be wrought with all sorts of triggers. Um, that's a word we hear a lot in treatment. It's a word I heard a lot. And there are the triggers, I think, of, you know, watching television and commercials come on. Um, it always shows people um, drinking during the holidays or triggers. Maybe I had certain family members that I used to get high with, and I knew they were going to be over at my house or I knew I was going to their house, and so I would, I would think about that. Um, but really, it was more... Like, how am I going to get through the holidays without feeling all of this shame and guilt that was overwhelming for me at times? A lot of times the holidays meant reflecting. So it happens once a year. It's on the calendar this day. And inevitably, I would always think, well, what was I doing last year at this time? Or what have I done this year leading up to this holiday? And that meant thinking about the times I was arrested. That meant thinking about the people I had hurt. It meant thinking about disappointing people. Um, it was hard for me to ever reflect on the good times. So because there was all of this shame and guilt, I would drink or I would use to try and cover that up or to try and deal with it. But... When I started to come around AA, when I started to, uh, when I went to treatment, you know, we hear, hey, there are these tips, um, do this or do that, and some of them are really good. Um, I tried some of them, things like have an excuse ready when you go to a party, when someone asks you, hey, why aren't you drinking? And you could say anything. I was told, hey, tell them you're on medication that you're taking antibiotics and you can't drink. Or tell them um, you had a little too much the night before. Or tell them you have something important to do the next morning. That's a good way to reflect or deflect, I guess, um, to deflect that initial sort of surprise when people don't see you with a drink. They might be really uh, surprised to see that you're not drinking. Um, I thought I was really self-centered. I can still be pretty self-centered. But the truth is, I remember one party I went to, I had a plan, what I was going to say, but I never had to say it. 
because no one asked me. No one said, John, why aren't you drinking? I think some people were happy to see that I wasn't drinking. They were, uh, they were sort of glad. But the truth is, everyone is pretty self-centered. Um, I'm just not that important. I'm really not. People aren't thinking about me the way I think they are. Um, so no one really talked about it. No one said, why don't you have a drink? So in a sense, I had gotten all worked up about something that didn't even happen. Um, and that that's really a lot of uh, my early sobriety. Um, it was fear of something that never ultimately happened. So that's why it's really important for me to stay present and take things one day at a time, don't future trip. Um, but again, with the holidays, it's tough now. You know, we start hearing Christmas music in stores around Halloween. <laughs> so it's not even Thanksgiving yet, and I'm already thinking about how am I going to stay sober this holiday season. So that can be a little difficult. I get that. Another tip is never go to a party alone. Uh, take someone who's either in recovery um, or someone who knows that you're not drinking or you're not using someone that... You can go to and tell them, hey, I'm feeling a little uncomfortable. Like, can we leave? Uh, make sure you have your own transportation to leave. Don't get stuck at a party. Either drive yourself or, like I said, be with someone who would be willing to um, dip out early. That was another tip. Come late, leave early. Um, let's see. One tip is you don't have to go. You don't have to go to these parties. Again, my self-centered nature, I always thought, well, if I don't show up, everyone's going to be wondering, where's John? The truth is they weren't. Like, the truth is I wasn't that important to this party. Uh, so it's a lot of little things like that. Um, I guess my most important, or the, or the most important tip for me is to take the tips, to actually take the suggestions. Um, Christmas 2015, the holidays of 2015, that was my first, um, I guess, real holiday season in recovery. And I say real because I had attempted a couple times before, but when I was sitting in meetings, when... I was in treatment, and people were giving out these suggestions. In the back of my mind, I thought I was special. I'm like, that's great for them. They might need that. Um, they might need to go to extra meetings during the holidays. They might need to pray more or meditate more or call their sponsor more. But I'm going to be different. Like, I'm not going to need all that. It's not going to be that big of a deal for me. Um, just that whole mindset that I can kind of do this my own way. I remember hearing people talking about going to a meeting on Christmas Day or going to a meeting on Thanksgiving. And I would think, that's there's no way people really do that. There's no way people leave their families or skip out on a work party or something like that so they can go and sit in the basement of a church and talk about not drinking or not getting high. But the truth is, people really do 
the truth is there are meetings. Um, there are meetings, they call them alkathons, where they will have a meeting on the hour every hour on Christmas Day or on the hour every hour on New Year's Eve. Um, and it's because the holidays really can be tough. So take the suggestions. Don't think, like I did, that I was special and that I didn't need them. There was one particular, um, one particular holiday season where it was the same. I had maybe 15 or 16 days sober, and then the holiday came up, whether it was Thanksgiving or Christmas. And I went to these parties, I went to these events, and I just white-knuckled it the whole time. And inevitably, later that night, I left alone and got high. Or the following day, I got high. And what they say about having a head full of AA and a belly full of liquor, it's a really bad place to be. It really is. So... The shame and guilt that I had drank uh, for so long to try and cover up. Um, on those occasions, it was tenfold. Um, it's something that I don't wish upon anyone to uh, to have a lot of people that um, think that you're doing the right thing and then to go out and use and turn around and see them the next day and they say things like, oh, we were so proud of you. Like, you didn't drink at that party. Like, that that shame, that regret, that guilt is, like I said, something I don't wish upon anyone. Um, so those are the things I have to remember today. Um, I have to remember I'm not special. Uh there are people that have been there before me that have done this and found out the hard way. Uh, I need to just, I need to just think. Um, I need to be grateful that there are people that came along before me and that figured this out, and they can they can help me through the holidays today. So next week I'll tell you a little bit about how my holidays look in sobriety as opposed to how they looked in active addiction and some of the real joy that I get today from recovery as it relates to the holidays.